Have you ever read Jane Austen? No, I have not. Oh, my. Oh, wait, did you say Jane? Jane, yes, Jane. Oh, I thought you said chain. Like... Chain. Like <clears throat> like a like an iron chain. Is that uh, somebody? Is it Shane Austin? No, no, I don't. I, I, that's why I said I didn't recognize him because I thought you said Chain. But Jane Austen. But yes. you recognize Jane Austen. I've I've read Pride and Prejudice. That's the the one. Oh shit! Really? That's the one we went to go. We we read it in I think it was our AP English course, and then we went to go see it up in Cleveland. Well, I'm reading it for the first time right now. Ah, look at you. I'm in a course right now where we're reading every single Jane Austen book. Every single one. So the professor must really like Jane Austen then. I mean, it's just a Jane Austen themed course. But oh, yes. you chose a Jane Austen themed course. Yes, yes. Okay. You have to take like a major author course. Okay, okay. That's thing. a little bit different. I thought you had a thing. I thought you were taking an English course and then the, the professor is only giving you Jane Austen material. That'd be wild. That'd yeah. be so wild. Uh, yeah. But no, that is not the case in this one. Um, so, yeah. What made you choose uh, Jane Austen as your major author study course? Well, it was the only one offered this quarter. It was my, mainly the professor. Okay. Like the professor is a good professor. Very, you very like, good. You like the professor. Yes. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I chose this course. It's going pretty well. We're reading every single novel that Jane Austen wrote. How many does and she have? Yeah, it's been fun so far. What's that? How many does she have? Do you know the number? Yeah. Like nine, eight or nine. Okay. That's not too uh, bad. A few, a, a few manuscripts as well. For a quarter. That's that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. And it's fun, honestly. Mm -hmm. Jane Austen has a uh, certain um, certain uh, innocence that I really enjoy. It's really comforting for these, you know, quarantined times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that should, I think that'd be a fun... A fun course. It's kind of like how I did the... I mean, it's not as specific as a single author, but I did the history of rock and roll, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have Do you have a favorite character in in uh, Pride and Prejudice? Favorite character? Yeah. Uh, I don't think... Like, in the book, I don't, I don't think uh, there's a favorite character that I have... But in the show that when when we went to go see it in Cleveland, uh, there was a portrayal of a character uh, that I really enjoyed. Oh, to... really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pull it up. Oh, where was it? I'm making sure I say the right. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I say the right person here. And it wasn't. It's just I really like the actor who was playing him. So, uh, so it was a male character. Male character, yes, yes. Mister Mister Darcy, maybe. It wasn't Darcy. I'll say the girls in my class like to play Darcy. I'll I'll say that much. They really. Okay. They were interested in Darcy. Uh, Some Darcy fans. Big Darcy fans. I'm, um, like, I'm I'm currently at the point of the book where he's not a cool person. So I don't yeah. know if he comes around or not. Uh, but. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it was Bingley. Charles Bingley. Have you? Charles Bingley. Yeah, Charles Bingley. I, He's a nice he, fellow. He. Uh, I, I liked him in, the, in our. In that in the cast that we had, I thought I thought right. the person who played him was good. Okay, but cool. I, I I I did really enjoy the the play as well. I don't know if. That'd be something you'd ever go see. There but. are a lot of adaptations to Jane Austen stuff, and the thing is, it keeps on happening and is, happening and happening. Is she the is is her uh, material the stuff that gets turned into like cheapo zombie movies? Is that yeah, like oh yeah, Pride and Prejudice with zombies? I'm pretty sure that's a movie with zombies. Yeah, that is that is one of them. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not too familiar with it, but all I know is that she has a very devout following. Um, and like we were reading these papers before reading some of her novels, and it's like some people like call her the the uh, female Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you uh, if you're looking for like one of those old timey books, give me an old that, uh, give me an old timey one. Like an old, an older timey book, I would definitely recommend Jane Austen stuff. Pride and Prejudice is really good. Sense and Sensibility is really good. Northanger Abbey's not bad. Man, Northanger Abbey, god damn, it's kind of silly. That, I've not like read how it, so it happens. I, so I, I don't know much about it. They're all pretty silly. Like they, they all, yeah, they all have, they all have a, happy endings. They all have a kind of humor to it. Like, like you know, Disney movies all have happy endings. So do Jane Austen books. Yeah, or <laughs> that's know, there you go. That's fine. That's endings. the modern uh, relation we can, you know, make. Jane Austen. Yeah. Jane Austen is the the Disney of writers. Disney would hire Jane Austen for sure to write their movies. For yes, sure, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, why don't we uh, play play the tune? Play the good old uh, bit of bop, bit of boom, and uh, get on with the rest. Of the, get on with the rest of the show. Speaking of Disney, that's the, the, the Reddit question is. Uh, it's a Disney it's a question. It's a Disney Reddit question. This is asked by user Audible Nod, and their question is, what Disney villain would have the hardest time being an assistant manager at a McDonald's? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I think Hades. From Hercules, eighties. That yes, because yeah, he's got a temper. He does have a temper. And I think so. That, I think that temper would be absolutely hilarious, and in a like in a uh, assistant manager position, because it's like it. He would have that level of authority, but also not be able to like fully enact like an executive order like it, he can't like because there's still someone who he has to yes yeah he has to mm-hmm. so i'm kind of scared like i'm scared for the assistant manager honestly like if you got if, you know if, 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 if hades, hades is like your you, assistant manager <laughs> yeah, yeah which like it could it could be good for you know striking the fear into your uh you know into your your employees however however it's hades you know kind of frightening fellow if you think about it all right connor what about uh what about chick hicks from chick hicks from cars the guy who goes kachiga oh kachiga 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 i mean obviously the first obvious thing is the fact that he is a car so that already is a disadvantage uh well would he just be like drive-through manager? Like I, I, I don't understand. I feel, I feel he would like be he, parked he would, in uh, the restaurant. Yeah, and he would oh. just tell people what to do as the assistant manager. I feel like he he would get bored. He'd get and then want to. He would want like, to drive just somewhere. Drive but, away. Yeah, yeah. But like no, but the only place that he'd be allowed to drive, like he'd have to stay on the property, would be in the drive-through. So he would like turn the drive through into would, a race. He would do laps around the McDonald's. Now, could you imagine this, Paul, doing laps around a McDonald's, racing Kachiga, 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 and then like the McDonald's employees have to like throw, throw tactically like, throw. Yo, here's your, your twenty piece nugget. Yeah, you know, you're going exactly. by the window at like fifty miles per hour. That would be a pretty. Yes. That'd be a pretty wild. Uh, a pretty wild McDonald's to go to. Uh, I would eat at that McDonald's. I would. I would go to it too. I would definitely go to that McDonald's. Now, what about some 
some Disney villains who you think would be really good as a as a McDonald's assistant manager. The first person that comes to mind for me is Scar. Not because I I I don't necessarily think maybe as the best like management skills, but I think he would have a lot of fun with it because he he would mm-hmm. he would pull a lot of tricks, and I think he would enjoy that position. I I could see Scar being an assistant manager, but at the same time, like he's been assistant his whole life, so like true. you know because he's been second yeah, too. Yeah. Because he would, he would just he would he would like, overthrow he would the he would kill. he would kill the the main manager and somehow yes yeah that that actually might not be a good idea and doing so starve his employees <laughs> yes you'll just see the McDonald's uh, the McDonald's foundation just like start to crumble and like turn into a wasteland oh my god poor car one one other person I I got. I, now that we're talking about more people are coming into mind. Uh, but one that I also think would be bad would be Lotso from Toy Story 3. Because on the outside, he would seem like uh, a really nice guy. Really, Oh, I really like this manager. But when it's just him and the employees, he's a, he's a oh, yeah. meanie. He is. He would be a meanie. He would definitely be a meanie. There's there's no no denying that. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. The only other person that really comes to mind, uh, does he count though? Who? I'm sorry, Lotso, because he's yeah. Wait a second, and yeah. and Kachiga Man, they're both they're both Pixar. They're Disney though. Pixar. People have gotten mad at me. People have gotten mad at me whenever I call Buzz Lightyear a Disney character. Like people actually it's, like will correct me and say, actually, he's a Pixar character, and I'm like, Disney Bruh. Pixar. <laughs> Pixar is acquired by Disney. That's how it works. Uh. But would you call Iron Man a Disney character? See, here's the thing with with compare like for Marvel, those rights, like those comic book rights, he's not a Disney character because that all was already created by someone else. Well, all the Pixar stuff is made under. (laughs) So, like, Disney is creating these Pixar movies in collaboration with Pixar. They're creating the plot, they're creating the characters, sure. the animation. Yeah. While with the Marvel movies, they're ab- they're they're adapting it from previous content that was not inspired by Disney whatsoever. I mean, okay. I can definitely say there's well, there's some content in Marvel comics that would not be Disney approved. Uh Oh. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, in terms of like, there's a lot of blood and gore and murder, and uh, I mean, blood, blood, Disney, blood. no blood for Disney, you know. Uh, so yeah, I I would not say that Iron Man would technically be a Disney character because he wasn't necessarily he wasn't created by like in collaboration with Disney. While Pixar, I see they, most of them were. I think I don't know if the early ones weren't, but well, because I don't know when Pixar does... was acquired. Right, right. So, so like Buzz the Lightyear early Lightyear ones, might be, the might early be ones, a Pixar character exclusively. Are when, when was Pixar acquired by Disney? Two thousand six. So, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear with Toy Story coming out in nineteen ninety nine. Technically, then wouldn't be a be a Disney dang. character. Anything, anything Those after dang Pixar nerds got any, me. Anything after two thousand six, I would. <laughs> Uh, classify as as a Disney Pixar character, but anything before then, just Pixar then. So that uh, hmm. would you look at that? So I guess Chikiga, uh, the the Chikiga Chikiga man, the, the, the green car from Cars man, also who is, is not, that guy. He's the the Chick Chick Hicks. He's also not a Disney character. Wait, really? Well, Cars when came out. When did that movie come out? Cars, oh wait, wait, when did Cars come out? I think it was 2006. Oh no! But if it came out in it came out on June 9, 2006, <laughs> when was the exact date? When was the exact date Disney acquired Pixar? Connor, if this, I mean, January 25th, 
2006. Dang! Chikiga Man is a Disney Pixar character. <laughs> we have oh debunked God. it. I knew it. I just had the feeling, Connor, in my bones. It was telling me. Congratulations, Paul. I'm glad you solved this mystery. Yes, I solved it because I know so many people were curious. Mm -hmm. I also think Gaston would be a bad assistant manager. He likes, oh, Gaston would be horrible. He likes to be in charge, you know. He There's no way he's, he's answering to anybody. Right. I mean, he drinks six six cups of eggs each morning. You don't mess with that. No, no, you don't. <laughs> that is kind of, yeah. It's a lot of, I don't like, know, egg. Man. That's that's a whole lot of egg. It I is think. a lot of egg. You're drinking a lot of egg there, Gaston. Are you sure you're okay? A lot of egg, Gaston. A How lot you doing, of egg. Big you're feeling a little uh, uneasy there. You're how's your stomach doing? Does he have salmonella? Like I, he has to. He has to. It, or maybe, but he's so strong. He is so strong. That's true. <laughs> it, it's he's too strong. We need to find this out. Disney needs to like make a public statement on whether or not he has it. Like, Us. like, did he overcome it and now he's immune? Like, I'm so maybe, curious. maybe that could have, because obviously, like, people can slowly, uh, like, inject themselves and eat poison, and then eventually they become right. immune to that poison. So maybe he just slowly had egg, and now he's immune to egg. Maybe he's maybe Gaston is immune to egg. <laughs> what a crazy superpower that would be. <laughs> That just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Hey, I don't make up uh, the rules. Yep, it's, it's the world we live in. It's the world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, does 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 Gaston really live in this world, though? Hey, who who could say? Who who who, who can say? Who I mean, say? Disney could, but they haven't. So who can say? <laughs> they haven't told us yet. They haven't told us. I don't know. So, so there, 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 there's another thing. Okay. So, you know, authors and stuff. Mm -hmm. They'll write a book. Yeah. And then, say there's like maybe an open end to the book, or you know, it, it's a continuation of a series, and it's created enough of a universe that there could be more plots that have never really been uh, fully tapped upon. Mm -hmm. And then we get people who like are obsessed with the canon are obsessed with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. getting down to the root of what is actually like part of the story and what's not part of the story. Mm -hmm. Like so many like Star Wars, there's so many Star Wars things. There's so many Harry Potter things that are like this. But what about, hmm, hmm. what about those stories that are kind of open-ended and then people like demand to have an answer to the question? Yeah. But the authors are just like, nope, like, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That, I, like the, <laughs> Like there, I, I know because I've been to them. Because usually, when I whenever I watch a movie or finish a TV show, I always I usually look up like ending explained to see if people have caught anything that I I didn't. Um, right. And so, like movie, like a movie like uh, Inception or or Interstellar, those are pretty open ended endings. And there's forums of people like begging Christopher Nolan to like either make another one or tell him what happened. <laughs> And, and, and like, why? Yeah, why? just just deal with it. Uh, another thing, deal with it. It, it was funny because you're you're bringing bringing this up. Like, people are so addicted to like the canon. I read an article about mm -hmm. about our favorite uh, about our favorite little uh, fictional character Tom Bombadil from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and in the article, oh my god! And because because they were trying to explain like what is Bom Tom Bombadil? Because no one really knows. He appears for three chapters, and that's like it. And he has another child's poem book, and that's all you you hear about him from all of Tolkien's work. And and people because like the thing Tolkien did, he linked a lot of his stuff together. Like a, a lot of questions were answered eventually, whether it was in the Lord of the Rings or in his extended canon developing like 10 12 other books the similarian being like the big one that really closed up a lot of loose ends but the All thing right. he never addressed again was tom bombadil so there Goodness is gracious. there is you know very dedicated lord of the rings fans 
who just want to know what he is. They they just don't understand Tom Bombadil whatsoever, how he got his power, how he can do all that crazy stuff he does. And the the article I read said as a theory that he's just a cameo in the story. I I think what did they relate it to? A cameo? Like, what do you mean, like a cameo? Like he's from another story? Like, I, I, I don't. Oh, is this? I think I found the article. Cause, cause they way they 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 link it up to another series of where like a character just pops up, and it's the the character's like a cameo, uh, where it's like you don't need to know much about. Oh, oh yeah, they link it to to the Marvel universe with uh stan lee he cameos in he cameoed in the first like 20 yeah 22 films right right and, right right, right. I get and that, people... but who is tom bombadil then like oh yeah exactly like we don't know the camo like, he's just he's just there he a cameo if if he's just his own entity yeah they, they it was just a theory but like they were just saying like <laughs> what if he's just there as a cameo of someone and we just don't know it's just tom bombadil but yeah, that it, it is funny to see, like fandoms, Don't and it, it's it is really funny. Like, it's just because it does backfire when when people or authors when they do occasionally give out more information on oh this happened or that happened. Sometimes it kind of tarnishes the previous content or material. The right. one that clearly comes to mind is uh, J.K. Rowling and the Harry Potter uh, series. Yeah. She has said so much stuff since the the final publication of of that last book, uh, that has just it's it's not it's all yeah. kind of and a lot she's, of it is she's is, losing fans left and right. Yeah, she she's trying to uh, appeal to the current like uh, the the current uh, uh, I guess like standards by people. So like when when the uh, gay rights movements was going on she would be like oh this character is lgbtq you can't like you can't just throw that kind of stuff in there to try to gain more intention like that it it really has in my opinion tarnished a lot of of the harry potter well the latest controversy with her is that she's transphobic which is like really annoying i did see that it's like oh you're just gonna alienate like you know a big ass chunk of your audience and then like yeah. you know that's something like it's like she, she tried to, to try to like you know get their attention and now she's it it right it's right. chaotic yeah yeah <laughs> like who, who are you pandering for that's a good question yeah yeah it's who? it's pretty wild what <laughs> what she's been doing mm-hmm. uh but but yeah it, it is I, I do I do give a lot of respect to those authors who really hold their ground when it comes to not not saying anything after an ending is is or concluded that yeah, they originally wrote and they're like that's it that's 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 it I'm putting the pen down and that's we are walking folks. away yeah, yeah that is all folks yeah yeah it's it's a cool thing because I do like open ended stuff if it's done well it obviously has to be done well but yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are also some. There are also some that, um, they're open ended in a way that like I want to see more, but I don't think the original author could do it, because I don't like. I think he said everything he wanted to say, and why mm-hmm. the reason why I say he is because I'm thinking of a specific author, and that's Kazuo Ishiguro. He's my favorite. I've talked about him so many times on the show. He wrote the Buried Giant. We the talked about of this. that book last episode i'm not i'm not even kidding you really oh my god see i talk about him so much i think yeah like no no, no. Ed, I'm, I'm, it might have been like two episodes ago because i know i linked the book in the description so it was either last episode right. or the episode before then right but yeah Pretty you much know what i want to say is he like the ending of that book is open-ended to the sense of like oh what happens next but at the same time the author him himself like he said all he needed to say in that book and i absolutely adore that book yeah what i oh man what i really admire and i don't i i can't actually think of some books like this too i i think what comes to mind is a lot of tvs that i watch like this where 
the show, it isn't necessarily like like what it does is it just shows a part of this person's life or, or the main character protagonist's life, and that just ends at a certain point. And obviously, okay. it's implied like, oh, like they still do stuff afterwards. But that author decided, all right, this is all you're getting. That's the chunk uh, of time you're going to get from this person, but their perspective, and that's the book. Like I, right. I um, like the one book I have over there. It's called Sea of Rust, where it showed it this. It was just a story about this robot who eventually joins a revolution in it. So it's what happens from her to go from there to join the revolution, and then it ends right before the revolution. And it's just like, yep, there you go. That's all you get. Hmm. Okay. And I think I think that's always interesting too. And like I've watched shows like that where you, they're, they're like twenty. They're shorter series where they're like twenty episodes long, and you're just getting like a little a little taste of what what that full person's life is. So like the, the creators right. could have clearly added more seasons or, or more content to it. They just decided that was it. That's what I wanted to put out there. And I think that's really cool so, too. Another another thing that's catching my interest or like that's this is making me think of is like let's say when it's cr- the chronologicalness of it is skewed mm-hmm, of a character. Mm-hmm. How much more do you want to know about this character? And uh, I'm going to talk about Pulp Fiction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a spoiler for Pulp Fiction. Um, John Travolta's character. Right, and this always gets me. This always like I always think about this, and I don't know why, but it's it's that that story is not chronological because it's jumping between scenes, and uh, in one of the scenes, John Travolta's character dies, but in the next scene, he's alive. So you know there was like a little flashback action going on there, and I'm like, man. Man, this almost feels like I shouldn't care about this character at all because it's like, ah, oh, he's just a dead guy. Like, yeah. And I'm thinking back to like, you know, that that one scene. I'm like, well, I know that he gets out of this because I know when he dies. Mm-hmm. So, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like something innate. I think whenever it comes to like people and consuming media, is that we always want to know how it ends, specifically like how people die. Mm-hmm. Like, the, how did this famous person die? I want to know. The the other show that really comes to mind when you talk about going out of cr- uh, chronological order is Lost. Because, I mean, you get to right. season four, five, six, you're just jumping all over the place. Dead right. characters are coming back to life. Uh, it, it's it's a, a pretty wild thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's it's a. That, and I think they did it pretty well. I know some people weren't; they couldn't follow it. And I'm, uh, I definitely agree; it gets confusing at parts. But that was a pretty, Lost pretty, is pretty big. Of- yeah, I was a pretty big fan of it, so I kind of put in more time into understanding everything. And since oh, I do, since I do understand kind of pretty much how it all worked out, I, I do ah. have a greater appreciation for the show. Yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul's big brain. I'm He's a big, big brain, brain. lost I'm a fan. Big, big brain lost man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> don't, don't try to tussle with Paul's don't, lost don't try to Don't try to have an argument with me about lost because I know mm-hmm. it all. I got, I got the whole Wikipedia page downloaded in my brain files. Oh, my God. That uh, 2468... No, no, no. You got it last time. I remember. I don't know. I don't know if it was on Opinion Central, but I think it was on. Um, I think it was on Pokemon two, Central. Is it? Is it two four six eight? Two. It's not four, two four six, six eight. eight. That you're going by two. No, 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 no. It starts with four. Uh, wait, wait. It's four, four, eight, eight, thirteen. No, you're close. There's a forty-two in it. There's forty-two is the final number. So you okay, need 42. the three numbers uh, four 16, eight. 16. No, you're 23, 42. <laughs> there's a 23. There has to it's, be 23. It, yeah, yeah. And there's a 16, but you forgot the 15. It's 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Ah, the one okay. I remember the one time we weren't even talking about Too loss, and then bad. like we, we just brought it up in conversation and you got it first try. Oh my that god. That was a couple months ago. What right? happened to me? 
Yeah, you've I lost, lost my edge. I lost my. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> oh my gosh, you thought 24 is when you start aging. Ah, oh, ah. I feel it in my bones. The age. I am. I am decaying. Uh, I am decaying. Hey, yeah. Oh, what a scary what? thought. I'm trying to think. <laughs> At what point in in the age do you start to? Because obviously, there's there's the part of life where you're growing, and then right. a, there's a turning point where you begin to decay again at a very slow rate. Right. Is that like after puberty? Is it a couple years after that? Like, no, is I think there... it's 25. I think it's, I honestly think it's like 25. I think 25, because, yeah, I know they say 25 is like when the brain stop, like, is fully developed, right? Is that, was that the number? Right. Yeah. So. I think the male brain, at least. I yeah, think the yeah, yeah. female brain's a little early. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's different for everybody. But, yeah, 25 uh, is, is what it says. So yeah, that's the turning point, Connor. You got one more year before you're on the the slow, slow downward slope. I'm on the... Dang, I, I I don't know. Like I, that doesn't really bother me. Like it doesn't bother me the fact that, like, because I haven't unlocked my potential yet. Oh, exactly. my brain isn't at its full processing power yet, and I can't wait till I'm at that point because it's like, oh, oh, how many can... Sudoku's am I gonna solve in that year? You know. <laughs> So many. That's how I. That's how I value my life. Is how so many things I can solve. I'm going to. I'm going to finish every New York Times crossword puzzle so fast. <laughs> oh my god! It'll be the year. Right. I unlock the most it New York Times puzzles. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the peak. I'm playing the Sudoku right now, actually. I, I, I'm leveling up in the sense I, you know, just the regular ass Sudoku's mm -hmm. kind of boring after a while. And, you know, you sit out so and you look at them for so long. Um, I, I'd, I'd spent like 40 minutes looking at a puzzle before. Mm -hmm. I'll get it eventually. But now what I'm doing is I'm doing three by three grids, five by five grids. Oh, you're in advanced. Right now. That's, that's yeah. uh, like what I do with, uh, with Minesweeper, I play Minesweeper. Minesweeper, and you know, wow. you know what Minesweeper is, right? And like, no. yes, you do. Don't. No. Do you seriously do not know? What you I'm... don't know what Minesweeper is? No. What is a Minesweeper? It was one of the like first games ever to come out. Like on... Brain Age. Brain Age. Was that was was that what it used to be called? Uh, you never played Brain Age brain age no 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 not brain age minesweeper i did play brain age though by the way uh no no, no. minesweeper it's a game where you get you get like so so the medium is a 16 by 16 that's that's the like medium level and uh what it is is there's so many mines in that gr like graph and you have to kind of classify like oh there's a bomb there there's a bomb there and you try to not hit the bomb so oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. now you know it like there's the numbers one means there's one bomb and it's three by three yeah I've not, i never played that I've never you played know that. four means there's four bombs yeah yeah so i play that but i play it so medium is the nine by nine i played on extreme connor which is a 30 by oh 30 by 24 that's that's the map that i oh. play on i play on the big boy map. oh so I'm so impressed. So I am also training, believe it or not. Maybe not with Sudoku, but I am training with Minesweeper, Connor. You ever play Nonograms? That sounds so familiar. I feel like I've had to. Nonograms are pretty fun. It's pretty much like you have to determine whether a block is filled in or not. Yes, I've played this. I definitely have. It's been a if while you, since I have, but I know I have. Don't if you don't like Sudoku's, but you do like Sudoku's, but you're tired of Sudoku's. If you kind of, if you kind of like it, but games. you don't. If you kind of like it, but you don't, what else you kind of do? Try some nut. Try some nut. You might be, yeah. you might be rewarded. <laughs> yes, there are so many. It's so rewarding. Uh. Anyway, anyway, do uh. I think we should do do just a small small little update recap on our second well my second week 
and I think what I don't know if you're in your third or fourth week of, of online of school. Yeah, I'm yeah. on my fourth week actually. Fourth week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on my second. You're on your fourth. Uh, yep. Just just a little update. Uh, I, so I will say uh, things have already gotten better after the first week after meeting up for a week and having all those classes. I I a lot more organized. Uh, in terms of m managing and hopping around all the different websites and they, they, right. my, my professors are all doing a really good job at keeping information, information centralized. So it, it is, it, they're making it pretty easy for me to understand what to do and what's going on, which is good. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. And a lot of my classmates are enjoy are happy about too, that I've talked to now, Connor, I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this because I know, I know you, for, for your classes, you do leave your camera on the whole time, right? Your whole class does, right? Nah. So and depends. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, depends. I I keep my camera on though. Yeah, I yeah. Keep my camera. On. So so yeah, I was gonna talk about that. Uh, we usually like for our classes, we normally don't. And there's 40 people in the classes. They usually say like, oh, if you're gonna answer a question, try to turn it on and answer it. Uh, and and so the first so on Monday. My one professor required us to turn them on because we were testing our equipment and making sure everything worked because we're it's a business course. So we're making sure, oh, if we're going to do an interview, make sure our background's good and all that. So she made us have our videos on the entire time. And since then, okay. and since then, Connor, I've less left my video on the for, for all my classes. And usually, usually wow. it's usually it's only me and like one other person and the professor who have their cameras on. And the right. reason why I'm doing this, uh, uh, the the main reason why I'm doing this is it helps me pay more attention to what's going on. Okay, because yeah, because when I know there's watch. no eyes on me, I'm more inclined to oh, I'm just gonna check, gonna play a quick round of eight ball against zero, or let me get a <laughs> let me get a let me get a quick round of uh, Clash Royale because I need a new chest. But when I right. know the camera's on and it's pointing at me, I am going to look at my professor and pay attention to what's going on. Okay. So All so right. it does benefit me. And I also, I feel really bad for my professors who leave their cameras on or are talking to a bunch of blank screens. So I'm like, here, I'm going to give you something to at least look at. You know, I might, yeah. I might oh, not yeah. be the most handsome guy around, but hey, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be present visually so you can look at someone. Uh, yeah. So yeah. That's uh, good. Yeah, I've been doing. I, I'm glad that you've made this gallant effort <laughs> to really connect with your professors. And I do. I honestly, I mean that because so many people, I I feel like people don't really try. You know, no, especially no, no, with no, no. people don't try. Especially with the online, they they really don't. Yeah, and that's I, why I I've feel been... even really like I feel so bad for the professors who have to deal with it because. And, and this happened last semester where they would ask a question and no one would answer. So this semester I'm making myself uh, be more responsive. So if they ask a question, I'm going to unmute my mic and ask it or, right. you know, I, I'm, I'm answer trying it. to push myself to do that more. Cause yeah, you feel bad for them. They just sit in silence and they're like, oh, all right then. Right. And, and it's what you want to get out of your education as a really big, mm -hmm. yeah, for a sure. big factor in that too. Don't think that, well, what am I trying to say? I'm really, I've been annoyed lately with my classes because, oh man, I don't know if any of your classes have done this, but we have, we have asynchronous, hybrid, and synchronous courses. Okay. Do you have asynchronous, these? So, hybrid, and synchronous? And synchronous. There are three different kinds okay. of courses. All of mine are... Well, the thing is, what I'm doing. The, Let the, me explain the, what they are first. Okay, I go and explain them. Synchronous course would be just like your normal classroom course. Yeah, you show up, you meet. Traditionally, we meet two times a week. Um, generally, that's pretty standard for colleges, anyway. Mm -hmm. So we meet two times a week, and then you know it's just like a normal class. An asynchronous course would be the opposite of that. Um, you don't meet at all, so you just have deadlines. It's just like and strictly online. For some classes, that does work really well. It does. Then the hybrid one would be you only, instead of meeting twice a week, you only meet once a week. Mm -hmm. Once a week. So, And two of my courses are hybrid courses. 
Okay. There wasn't any option for it to not be a hybrid course. Mm. Um, and I abhor that. I absolutely despise not having a synchronous course for all of my courses because it's, it's so frustrating. It, it does kind of mess around with the schedule too. Like, oh, is today the it meeting with day? The schedule, today yeah. the night? Or, yeah, I, uh, so all my classes are synchronous. Uh, even if it's just for like 30 minutes, we will meet up at our specific time right. and have class for, for, well, they're all supposed to be around an hour to an hour and a half. Uh, but yeah, we, all my classes are synchronous. They're all about two times a week, uh, per class. So we'll, yeah. So eight classes a week total. Um, and then I, I meet up with, with my team a lot too on MS teams. Okay. Oh, that's cute. Oh, thanks. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so something that something that we've been doing though. So like there are supplements then to that classroom. It's not like you just don't meet or anything. You still have these discussions, but they're done so online. And I must say that I also abhor online discussions because it's just I. I don't have the best place for it. I, I like them in a sense on my own time, but I don't like being forced into a discussion online. And I don't mind it honestly with courses because I've done it before just with regular before this pandemic. But mm -hmm. whenever you're taking an entire class, whenever you're taking, you know, making that visual connection with somebody and you're substituting that for something virtual, like completely virtual, yeah. I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. I agree with you there. Because, yeah, yeah. It, you do want to have some type of interaction. I, I mean, and, and, that, and that's where, and like I said, there are some classes that do, that I do think are, are really good asynchronous. Uh, the I had a, I've talked about before, I had a specific course last semester that was, extremely well done asynchronous asynchronously uh but the other thing you brought up was you know oh, you're paying for this education and you know it doesn't feel like you're getting the most value out of something at least in terms of like classes if you're not going to have live conversations and meet up at least virtually um but yeah, that's that's what that's what I think. I don't know. Uh... Oh man, I cut out there. Oh, did you hear what I said? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, this I, is the problem. The problem with these with these online I, courses I, is that I oh. uh, I just said that I think because uh, you brought up the the point of oh you're paying for this education, and I said I would. I don't feel like I'm getting the most value out of my classes if I'm not at least meeting up and having conversations with the class True. and the professor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally get that. So. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, it's it's been getting already better after the week that I've been in session, so. I, I, well, I'm, I'm proud getting, of you, Getting Paul. a lot better over at the... Uh, uh, the Paul residence. Um, the Paul residence. The Paul residence. That's right. Yeah, I got my my room to myself. Got my uh, my stuff in here. Yeah, and... you're you're pretty hunkered down in there, aren't you? I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm locked in, and mm -hmm. it's it's nice. I'm uh, very fortunate. I'm uh, I'm glad you're having fun. <laughs> so much fun. Anyway. Uh. Do you want to get to the would you rather? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Did we, we do a Reddit question? Yeah, we did. Sorry, yes, I it was, forgot. It was the Disney villain one, yes, Connor. Yes, yeah, we did. yeah, we yeah, did yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. We already we talked about that for probably twenty minutes. It is, <laughs> took up a took up a talk about for a good portion there, Connor. It's yeah, that age yeah, thing, yeah. dude. It's the age thing. It's the age. I'm losing myself. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, here here it is. This is what I this is what I thought up for this week. Would you rather 
never be able to correctly open a door again. What? Never be able okay. to correctly open a door again, or <laughs> never never be able to okay. never be able to correctly shut one. Oh my god! Uh... <laughs> by correctly, I mean you cannot just by correctly. I mean the normal way of opening it with your hand and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Connor, right. would you <laughs> would you rather not be able to correctly open a door or correctly shut a door? Um, close. Probably close. Because if I were in a burning building... <laughs> this is a good and, point. And I needed to get out. I would need to open the door. More more than likely, I would have to open some door-like thing. And uh, if I cannot properly do that, then that could be, you know, See, the five seconds that... Were delayed in me, and then I'm, you know, you know, I tried to by a giant try to of try to open the door with my elbows. Fire. It took a little too long. Exactly. See, Connor, but here's the thing, because there are pros and cons to both of them. Because Wait, you what? you take you take and okay, not pros, but there <laughs> mainly there's cons to both of them, and uh, there's not really any pros. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's say let's say you there are, you, no, pros there are no pros in this question let's say you're not uh able to correctly shut a door connor right okay Let, so so let's let just let's just put you in a scenario okay i am i'm your boss connor and i am i am in my office and my secretary has called you to uh my secretary has called you to come into my office because i need to talk to you about something and you get to my office, okay. you knock on my door. Oh, come in, come in, Connor. I need to, I need to talk to you. Close, right. the, close, close, hey, gotta... close the door on your way in for me. Thank you. Now what do you um, do? <laughs> now, yeah, what... sure. Um, so you you had something that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you just close the door real quick for me? Just... Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't think I can. I've. This is kind of a new handle for me. It's. Um, I mean, it's the same. I'm not experienced it's, with it's, the handle. It's the same handle of, of, as the one on your office door. I don't. I uh, do you not. I. Yeah, I always leave my office door open because I never, never learned you never, how to. You, you never. <laughs> you no. Never, you never close no, your door. I never, no, I really hope this isn't too serious because if it is, I'm coming off very bad. Um, I mean, I, now I'm more. I'm just kind of more. Inter I, I mean, I was. I mean, first and foremost, you're getting a raise, but oh, now, now wow. I'm, now I'm just really, why, why, why can't you shut the door? Just, like, so at home growing up, I have no doors in my house. We don't have a front door. No. We don't how, have a back door. How does the, uh, like weather, you know, if it's cold. Oh yeah. We just have a tunnel. A tunnel. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you enter yeah, through yeah. a tunnel in, into your home. Okay. We enter through a tunnel that, you know, has like we have trained groundhogs to dig the tunnel open and close every single time. Like, you know, so I have a certain window throughout the day where it's open and I have to like get through. Mm, okay. It's, there's, it's time restricted. One. Yeah. We have some groundhogs, some ants, and uh, some some naked mole rats and they they do all the work for me um so, so i've never you've, learned you've no never you've never here let me uh, let me get up real quick let me get let me come over here okay okay well um, uh, let me here i'm just gonna oh i shut the door now what are you gonna do Oh, I can open doors. That's fine. What? <laughs> Easy. Uh, i've always been able to open them it's the you, whole shutting thing you've just never you're making you're making me question so many things here today in my office. Really, like I think it's like the wrist movement. Um, like I can do it in an open direction, but closing it, it's just like it doesn't feel. You know, right. you're you're really lucky that uh, you have automatic doors into this building. Then I. Yeah, I. Except for my office door, which I just keep your open office all the door time. is it's the only one. It's every other door is automatic except for your door and my door. It's it's really weird. So if we're talking about a raise, like I wouldn't mind. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting an office switch. Oh, um, you want an automatic door and a raise? 
Well, or you know, if you wanted to save money, I could just switch. Mm. Just switch. switch. It. I, I know that switch um, with uh, yeah, uh, down the Billy. hall. Billy, yeah, yeah Billy, that's the. Billy the, likes um, to be close to the bathroom. He really likes you know, doors, from what I. You know, and he has IBS, so like he likes being close to the bathroom, so he doesn't have to walk very far. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe me and Billy could change off. You know what? Yeah, sure, sure. Whatever, whatever. Go, go. Go have a nice Thanks. day. Go have a nice you day, know, I Connor. I appreciate that. I, you, you always listen to your employees. I, I try my trait. best. I try my best. Uh, have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you. It doesn't, it doesn't I think that went pretty good. I didn't see any disadvantages <laughs> or advantages. <laughs> don't see the disadvantage <laughs> not being able to shut a door. No, I feel like it, I could work it out. I think, Connor, get, I get would choose... Composure. You, you Since you're choosing... Uh, you want to... You wouldn't want to never be able to correctly open a, or shut a door again i will choose i want to never be able to correctly open a door again and kind of we're just gonna have to pair up and okay yeah it's you open them i shut them we have a system yep it'd be yeah yeah we have a system. that's how we're gonna have like to go that. about it mm-hmm. anyway that is all we have for this week i i hope you all enjoyed listening we had a fun time recording and Hope you all have a great rest of the day and have a wonderful, fun, productive week. And we will see you next time. Get your open doors, uh, shutting doors, stuff down. And maybe, hey, maybe you could just open up your app. You could press the subscribe button and then you could close the app. All of that. It's just very like simple. Take you less than five seconds if you're really quick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just a thought just a thought just a little idea anyway we'll see you next time bye bye